All I know is I watched the first episode and there was no Yukikaji. So I'm out. Um <laughs> Fuck this shit I'm out. Yeah. You could you could literally marathon bananas anime in like fucking an hour. An hour and a I half could, or something. But the only reason I watched like it was to each. hear Yukikaji nya at me for five minutes. Nya. Yeah. Yeah. and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and join me tonight, I have our czar of source material, John. I'll fix it in post! <laughs> it's become like your new rallying cry, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and our chivalry of Shota is Shotaro. Gotta clap them alien cheeks. <laughs> I saw that, John. That's um, that's a dead meme. That's back in like October or just or September. Get out of here. Hey, they don't know when we recorded this. Don't ruin right. the oh, illusion. Yeah, you're the one who's always telling us don't break the illusion. What now? No, I'm just saying don't date yourselves. So you know if you're like, hey, this competition is up and running, but then the episode doesn't come out until the competition's over. Doesn't fucking make sense. Yeah, I, I may have done that one or two times in the past. And that's all I'm saying. I mean, okay, I'm boomer. so pretty, I can't help but date myself. <laughs> what are we even talking about tonight? Oh, okay. Uh, so what we are going to be talking about tonight, the uh, the fall season is fast approaching its end. And guys, the winter, tw- 2020, we're getting into a brand new decade. Holy fuck. Winter 2020 is fast approaching, and it is about time for us to do our winter previews. So, as usual, I, uh, I'm i going to start first with uh, a show that uh, I want to talk about, and that is a show I've been waiting for for a long time. I think we've all we've been all been waiting for about two years since it was announced that it was going to happen, and that is the third season of a certain scientific railgun. Bitty Bitty is back. Best Girl is back again in all her glory. Um, so the third season of this is called a uh, certain scientific railgun T, and the second season was called S. So if there is a fourth season, which there probably won't be. It's just going to be called You. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's so fucking weird the way they're doing the naming system for the Railgun seasons. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm fucking excited about this because I've mentioned this on the podcast many, many times. I fucking love the Rail Deck series. Um, the only issue I have with this is the fact that it is, of course, being done by JC staff. Again, they kind of fucked up the third season to index. They made the uh, World War Three arc not anywhere near as epic as it is in the light novels. So, eh. But then again, they came back with the Accelerator anime, and they did a really good job with that. So I'm not sure what to think. This may be really good. This may be really bad. I mean... I personally think that the BDBD series is always and will always be the most popular from the Index series. Oh, for sure. And since Accelerator wasn't bad, I've seen people say, like, 
yeah, it was all right. And I, I, I actually genuinely enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good adaptation of the manga. Yeah, but the problem is, like, I, I understand, like, you know, it's been so long since the original run of BDBD mm-hmm. and, like, just Index in general. And it makes sense that they're trying to bring it out in waves and that they would put BDBD at the end of the release because, you know, like, we had Index 3, then we had Accelerator, now we get BDBD. It's like, well, BDBD was always the most popular anyway, so... Hopefully this is. I, I feel like this is just a, a ploy to get their sales up. That's all. Maybe I mean the the index light novels are pretty much done, so I don't know what they're trying to sell any more of. I mean, unless unless you're saying that they're trying to sell the, the the volumes that are already out. I think they're just trying to renew interest. Like, hey, remember index? Since a bunch of you don't actually buy our light novels, remember <laughs> this was a thing ten years ago. Like, oh yeah. Remember when this was a thing and you loved it? It's back again. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about the series anyway, but yeah, I yeah. I'm gonna watch it because hopefully they get um Bitty Bitty's fucking awesome. <laughs> well, one of my most favorite things about the Railgun series was always the opening songs, because they were always mm. by uh Fripside. And mm-hmm. I liked Fripside with Nano as the lead singer, but the newer Fripside with I don't know who the new lead singer was or is. I I forget. Um, I might. I'll go look it up and see what I find. But, uh, but it's not Nano anymore. No, but it's still. It she still sounds good, and I just like the Fripside songs. Like they're always fun. Like it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like the BDBD series is just gonna be fun. That's what I liked about uh, it, and I kind of want to see her go toe to toe with those bitches. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, right? because she, she can hold her fucking own. Because she's about to go against those other bitches, right? Yep. Yep. I still um, remember so, that. <laughs> The 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 uh the singer that replaced uh now is uh Yoshino Nanjo is the name of the new vocalist for uh Fripside. Okay. Yeah, and she's okay. Like Fripside still yeah. sounds like Fripside songs and again, I like them. And they're still um, like uh they're still like pulse pounding techno beats. I mean, what more can you ask for? You can ask for I don't know, another season. <laughs> You can, well, you can ask for Myth and Royd. I don't know. Myth and Royd seems like it'd be out of place, but yeah, let's hope it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely hoping it's good. Um, this also comes out, the the first episode premieres the same week as my birthday, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and yeah, it's going to basically be a conclusion to the Railgun series, I'm assuming. Uh, I, I'm, I don't think, an ep- no, an episode count hasn't been... Uh, listed yet i'm gonna assume this is gonna be 24 episodes like every other season of rail railgun and index rail decks rail decks the only one so far that hasn't been um 24 episodes has been accelerator it was 12 but i'm I'm thoroughly expecting accelerator to get a new season at some point really yeah it's i i think so i mean it's the manga is still ongoing i guess it just feels so out of place (laughs) Like, Maybe I mean, but don't listen. Don't disparage my Sundere boy. <laughs> yeah, Accelerator is whatever. Fuck you, he's a good boy. <laughs> Last Order is pretty cool though. Last Order is fucking amazing. Uh, that that series has has two things I love. That it has a fucking Shota and a Loli in it. Uh, I know I'm disgusting. Anyway, moving on. Uh, show. So, what is the first show you want to talk well, about? I wanted to talk about a show about 
A people from the Horn of Africa smoking hashish in the woods, otherwise known as Somali and the forest spirit, which is completely unrelated to the description I just gave, but that is the title. Um, it is produced by a studio called, by the name of Satellite, which is best known for Fairy Tale and Log Horizon, which I know, I know, is a horrible reputation, not a great... Uh, animeography to have under your belt let us not forget they also did the wonderful wonderful anime known as nonvaka oh god not who i'm pretty sure no one has watched that (laughs) i think i think we all know here that you have yes but you don't have to publicize that information uh um okay regardless of the plots of those shows that we just mentioned the animation quality of fairy tale and log horizon is like ass okay so as a studio that's a really bad uh reputation um this is based on a web manga which i have not read and i know john has read um but i've literally heard the first time i heard of this is when i looked at this uh, appearing on the list of shows to air in winter 2020 so i had no idea what the hell this was i just clicked on the preview and let me tell you the backdrops in this preview are gorgeous. They are like the top tier level of animation that you can expect. Um, completely in a different uh, grade than Fairy Tale and Log Horizon. There, I don't even know what grade they're in. I, there's really nothing I can relate to it. It is honestly the color palettes are beautiful. The design is just just gorgeous. I'm so looking forward to this just for the art alone, but also the character designs are really nice. There's lots of like people in masks and I have like a mask fetish, so I love a good masked person and there's a lot of those in here. And there're just so many quirky like otherworldly uh races that the characters are a part of and the designs for these races are really nice too and the general animation of how the characters move in the preview is really well really well done so honestly this looks like the best uh animated show that satellite has produced so far um <laughs> yeah so i'm really look i I'm really impressed by what has been put out for this so far. All right. Are we sure it's pronounced Satellite and not Satellite? I've heard it pronounced Satellite for the majority of times I've heard people say it. Like English I'm people or like it. Japanese people? Like English yeah. people. Like YouTubers. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. And you know, YouTubers are the standard of quality we can expect from this industry. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Um, Clearly. So, yeah. I read Somalia and the Forest Spirit. Uh, I read the first 20 or so chapters, and it's meh. I can't oh. really... Um... I, I, I assume you're talking about the story and not the actual artwork. So here's the thing. like The manga doesn't look that pretty, in my opinion. It's it's similar to Made in Abyss, where they have a lot of quirky characters, and there's a lot of like monster-type people, so it's very interesting. Um, the backgrounds are interesting. like There's ancient ruins and stuff. But it's more of a, of just a slice of life fantasy adventure 
and there's not very much action or anything else in there. And I haven't seen the preview for Somali, but I'm just going to say that it, hopefully the anime does a better job of portraying the characters because I honestly, eh. Well, all I, I mean, can say is you should watch the preview because the production value on this bitch through the roof. Yeah, uh, I, I do want to say I, the thing that really want, gets me to want to watch this is that the animation in the in the preview is really good, as you say. Also, the fact that the uh, the, the main character is a lowly and the other main character is voiced by Daisuke Ono, who is the voice of Jotaro Kujo. I knew I recognized that voice. Who else is he the voice of? Because I know Daisuke he was... Ono, he's done a he's done a shit ton of I know he was the voice the of someone better than Jotaro Kujo. Uh, excuse me. And there excuse is a long me. Fuck list. off. Oh, look, he's the voice of Shizuo Hewa Jima. Love that. He is the voice of Shizuo yes, and da da da. Into it. Okay. Um. So yeah, that, that's something else to look forward to, I guess. Uh for some. I do genuinely love Daisuke Ono's voice, though. Yeah. So this is proof that you can turn a meh manga into a great anime, just like Fire Force. Just well, the anime well, hold on, the anime, the, no, the anime like, isn't out I yet. I mean, so. from a pure visual standpoint, it's oh, like okay, yeah. very yeah. Um, noteworthy. Mm. I mean, hopefully right. it, it gets translated well, because, again, it does have a lot of interesting characters, and it does have a lot of um, cool just fucking settings. It's fucking cool. It's like, imagine a post-apocalyptic world similar to Made in the Abyss, where there's magical creatures everywhere and you can just go find random ass ruins and like find some fucking cool ass monsters. Like that's cool. That's a cool setting. It's just that the yeah. characters are kind of bland in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I would like to say the um the the ma- one of the main characters, the Gollum dude, looks a lot like um uh an, a um a character out of Irish mythology, which intrigues me greatly. So I don't I, mean, I don't have anything to <laughs> Anyway, I, I just wanted to point that out. Um, yeah, I, it's something that I'm going to give a try to just for the way it looks alone. Um, it just has that kind of fantasy slice of life thing that I kind of like. And, John, you've told me that it definitely it, it leans more towards the slice of life aspect than the fantasy side. So I might actually really like it. Yeah, and I don't know. I just, again, <laughs> I gave it 20 chapters. That's a fair fucking shot, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd say I'd say anything between twenty to thirty chapters is a fair shot for any manga. It just, I as, as much as something could be beautiful, as much as it kind of cool characters, cool designs, if the story doesn't hook you in, it's kind of a drag to read something. Yeah, I I understand what you mean. I mean, but it, maybe it's maybe it'll be a story that's better told through animation than through manga. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that I, I hope. <laughs> Moving on. So, John. Yes. I before before you get to what you're going to talk about first, I want to say you were right. Of course, all along. I was. I'm always right, right. I'm the star source material for a reason, and yeah. uh, the anime I'm going to talk about is Isekai Quartet season two, and I mm. uh, I mean I loved. I honestly I went into season one thinking yeah it's going to be whatever, like I don't really care for uh, ReZero being in here, but. Eins is in here, so let's watch it, you know what I'm saying? Eins summer. And uh, Kona Super Characters is like, yeah, fuck it, why not? It's chibi, it looks funny. And I watched the first episode, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. 
And the more I watched the episodes of season one, I was just like, this keeps topping it. It like it has Konosuba levels of like um, comedy, and mm-hmm. <laughs> all the characters meld together really well, and it's just a great time. Um, but when see when we heard season two was being announced, like right after the end of season one, I was just like, I bet you one hundred percent that the anime, one of the animes, because we thought maybe there might be more, but I said for sure. Mm-hmm. It would be fucking Shield Hero, and I was fucking right, and it's disgusting. So, <laughs> if no one knows, uh, I don't like Shield Hero because uh, you're not the only one here. <laughs> because it's about revenge, and then he never gets revenge, and it's stupid as shit. And I'm just like, it's a revenge story where he forgets about the fact that he's trying to seek revenge halfway through. Well, it's like his entire motivation for the first half of the series. Because again, I did finish reading the series, the web novel series. So fuck everyone who says I didn't fucking. I don't, oh, it gets better. No, shut the fuck up. I read it. And halfway through the series, he just fucking loses that revenge. And he's, oh, he becomes a better person. He knows that revenge isn't. Shut the fuck up. Okay? If your entire character's motivation, if not for me, the entire fucking first half of your series was like, I'm going to fucking kill those fuckers for doing this to me. And everyone's against him the entire time. How do you fucking, like, in the last quarter of this fucking story, just flip the switch? You know what? We're not going to get revenge. We're just going to let it go. And then the, the fucking author does it lets karma do the work so Nafumi doesn't get revenge. But the world so Gaia fucking gives karma and retribution and they get their, their comeuppance, <laughs> their just desserts anyway. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway. So welcome to the uh, Shield Hero cast. <laughs> welcome to the cast where John talks about why Shield Hero fucking sucks. Um... Yeah, it's just I don't like Shield Hero, and I I don't know if I'm gonna watch season two because I really don't care about Shield Hero. I'm like, yeah, I gotta be honest. Like when when they announced there was gonna be a season two for Isekai Quartet, I was immediately excited because it was announced at the very end of the show. Like the the final episode had that announcement at the end that there was gonna be a season two. Yeah. Um, and and of course the way it was presented, it's like it opens itself up for a second season. And you know, on our Discord server, you and I and I think Shinoda were uh, vehemently debating after that show or after that episode, that final episode premiered, what uh, the new transfer students were going to be. Yeah, we even have and, a fucking um, Isekai Quartet little casting, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did like a half hour Isekai Quartet theory cast yeah. where we talked about why we think that certain ones are going to be. And now, originally, we thought it was going to be four new Isekai shows that were going to join, not just one. Yeah. And I think we, we mentioned Shield Hero. We mentioned, um, what was it? Uh, no game, no life. No game, no life. Uh, we meant what was the other one we mentioned that you were really keen on maybe being there? <sighs> Trying. Was it Death March? Yeah, Death March. Cause it, it yeah, just you thought came Death out. March was going to be there. Yeah. Um, and then I, 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 I genuinely thought there was going to be four new Isekai uh, shows that are going to be joining the cast, but we're just getting Shield Hero, and that definitely dampens my spirits for the second <laughs> season because I don't give a god damn about shield hero i will say one thing i will watch it simply for the fact that it's it's still gonna have eins it's still gonna have konosuba characters and it's probably still gonna have the same level of comedy uh which i think is what made the first season work that it was all of these isekai shows just with the comedy stylings of konosuba yeah but the thing is like naofumi's character at least in the in the web novel series you can kind of hear like him in the head like, hear his monologues, his inner monologues, so you, he's not just a depressed fucking guy 
who seems kind of just like, oh, this is such a drag. Oh my god, these people are so fucking boring. Ugh. Like he's, <laughs> at least he's just like, oh well, maybe I should do this because this happens, or I should do this because it'll make this happen. But in the anime, he's portrayed as kind of like a little whiny emo bitch who just wants to get revenge. And that's even worse. So I don't know how it's going to translate well at all. But as a pure comedy. Yeah, but we can we can all hope. And um, I mean, I I said that about the first season with Saga of Tanya the Evil, because there's not much funny about that, that isekai, but it translates really well. Well, Yojo Senki is more about crazy Hitler lolly, but... (laughs) shooting nukes by the way like i remember yeah shooting fucking nuclear weapons the person who introduced me to it she was like you need to watch jojo sankey and i was like why she's like this little lolly is basically hitler and she drops nukes and i was like all right i'm in let's let's get this done (laughs) and i i really enjoyed it because it was was funny as fuck because it's just like because tanya's so fucking crazy it's kind of funny because you know you, you don't know you don't usually think about the main characters being the bad guy right and objectively mm-hmm, yeah. speaking, Tanya from uh, Yojo Senki is fucking. She's literally a Nazi, and she's dropping nukes. <laughs> like, she's yeah. It's the most evil you could get. Even though, I, I sure you could argue that in Yojo Senki she's the lesser of two evils because everyone kind of fucking sucks in the world. But yeah, it's it was just an entertaining time. And... But, but the thing I loved about her being included in the first season of Isekai Quartet is that she has this ongoing suspicion of Ainz being being X, <laughs> and it's so funny to watch because yeah. she doesn't trust him. Yeah, so let's let's hope Isekai Quartet is uh good. Hopefully, they have like my favorite part of Isekai Quartet number season one was uh, the Nonox um, insert song Hollow Veil. Vale. That was a really good yes. song. I love that song. I'm hoping they do more things like that where it's like they take a little break from the comedy and add in like some cool shit like that. Yeah. Also, I'd like to say that the the OP is in the, the OP and the ED for Isekai Quartet season 1 was really good. I hope they kind of do the same thing with that. The the OP for the first season was like a fucking Hanna-Barbera OP. <laughs> yeah, I thought the OP was okay. I also thought the ED I I I did like the ED just cuz it had all the girls from the series singing. Yeah. And I'm just like, "Oh yeah, give give that to me." Like, also, we just I, – I want a fuck in the second season, I want a scene where uh, where Amelia and uh, Megamine talk to each other because it will literally be the same voice actor talking to herself. <laughs> yeah, that was the funniest thing because they did reuse – like um, one of the guys from Yojo Senki, he's one of the – he's the voice actor for I believe Kokutis or Demiurge. I don't remember. Uh, Demiurge. Was it? Are you sure? I, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. I just remember that he didn't get to voice uh, his lines from Yojo Senki, and they had to bring in someone <laughs> else because they're like, they have to speak at the same time, and he can't really. They're the same voice actor. And I was just I like. Don't, I, think, I think if you're a good voice actor, you can talk to yourself. Yeah, but then you have to, like, switch roles and switch voices, and it's more annoying. So then they kind of just left the guy out. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's I would have liked to have seen it done. But, yeah. Let's. Let's hope for the best. We've talked about Isekai Quartet for far too long. Yeah, but it's because it's it's honestly one of the more like hype things about the season coming out, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I I'll be honest. We'll get to this later, but I mean, there's not a whole lot to get excited about for the upcoming season. Yeah, it's kind of. Um, but anyway, I speaking of sequels, I want to talk about a sequel that probably no one actually. Well, maybe someone saw coming, but um, 
it's a sequel that I'm sure some people will be scratching their heads about. And that is, uh, there's a sequel coming out to Madoka Magica next season. Um, I know a lot of you out there are probably saying, holy fuck, what? Um, this, it's called Magia Record, Maho Shoujo Madoka Magica Gaiden. Gaiden. Um, Gaiden, Gaiden, whatever, fuck off. Uh, Aren't you Irish? <laughs> um, this is, uh, this is based on a mobile game of the same name, Magia Record, which is actually, I've played it. It's kind of fun. Um, but the story is essentially a sequel to Madoka Magica. And um, so the story basically revolves around Madoka starting like a magical girl school and training new Maho Shoujos. And in the course of this, uh, Homura goes missing. And the idea is that uh, Madoka takes a couple of her top students and goes looking for Homura. That's the whole story. So basically it's Madoka becomes Little Witch Academia? Kinda, yeah. Um, it she basically becomes like headmaster of this school that's training magical girls, and that's that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, the game that the the mobile game that is based on is kind of fun. Um, it is gonna be Shaft coming back to do this anime, so it'll look fantastic. Um, and they have some of the original. I think they have uh, Madoka and Homura's original voice actors coming back as well and Cubey's original voice actor is coming back yeah but Cubey did everything wrong Cubey did nothing wrong he's just trying to prevent the heat death of the universe yeah but Cubey did everything wrong so <laughs> um yeah I, I don't know i i i don't think i'm gonna watch it because you know after re-watching madoka and after you get past that initial shock value of like oh it's not just cutesy anime girls transforming anime fucking witch girls whatever it's kind of just like meh like yeah i think i think the issue this time is number one this is it's a pretty big gap between the first season and this i mean it's not a direct sequel obviously but you get my point um and the fact that i just the 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 big appeal of Madoka Magica when it originally came out was it was like a bait and switch, like, oh, really cute magical girls. Oh, my God, psychological horror. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you won't have that this time because you'll be expecting it. Yeah. Watch they bait and switch us, and it's just literally Little Witch Academia this time. <laughs> Watch they bait and switch us, and it just becomes like hardcore Yuri hentai. Uh, I mean, that would that be so bad, um, though? Please get your headcanon out of this podcast. <laughs> Listen, we all know, as much as it's fucking denied, we all know that Homura has the hots for Madoka. I mean, there's no denying that. Please read my fanfic. You can find it at <laughs> www.fan. Stop. <laughs> um, I, I really just don't care. I mean, maybe I'll watch it if Claris or Calafina do songs for them. Like, that, that'd probably be the only way I'd watch it. I don't know. I just don't like these yeah. series anymore. The OP is being done by a tri sale. Who? <laughs> I exactly. Who the fuck? Uh. Girl, when the first season aired like eight years ago, I don't really have the attention span to care about the second season. Yeah, see again, <laughs> you know, it comes back to the whole accelerator and BD BD season three thing. It's just been so long. <laughs> like, oh, but Claris is doing the E D. Yeah, that's good, but I want Califina to do some music too. 
because I'm pretty sure I think it was Calafina that did the music for Calafina did the original ED for Madoka yeah. Magic yes yeah I like that ED I also like Calafina also Akiyuki Shimbo is coming back as animation director so, so it's gonna look like good. I said it'll it, it'll yeah, it'll look great it's being done by Shaft again it's you know it's um it, it's being the uh, the animation director is Akiyuki Shimbo so it'll look fantastic. Yeah, the, it looks... But I'm just not sure if there's a market for this. Uh, and the fact that it's an adaptation of a mobile game, we all know that mobile game anime adaptations are like 50-50 hit or miss. I don't know. Grand Blue? Grand... That yeah, Grand shit. Blue Fantasy? <laughs> it's, it, was, Gra- yeah, it was popular. Yes. Puzzles and Dragons was popular. Those are both um, shit anime. <laughs> they yeah, but I'm saying like they were popular and... Yeah, they're popular, the but the quality did... still... Gr- like... But... Ass. <laughs> the animes Ass. did what they had to do. They created more sold hype. The and game. Got yeah, and they sold the game, so they yeah. did their job. Is what I'm saying. Okay. You're not you're That's not the target enough. audience that they want. You're you're someone who doesn't even enjoy their game anyway. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. That's. That, let's move on from Madoka Magica. Show, what do you got for your second one you want to talk about? I have something called The Case Files of Jeweler Richard, which... I'm already bored. Excuse you. Uh, <laughs> you're no Richard. You're just an Alex. Um, this is produced by Shuka, which has also done 91 Days and Durarara, which are both amazing shows. You should definitely watch those if you have not. Um... 91 Days is a good thriller, and Durara is, like, a good... I don't know what genre Durara is. Uh, Urban fantasy. See, it still doesn't cap whatever. Durara is its own little thing. Um, But this (laughs) is a mystery, and it is based on a novel, um, which, from my experiences, mysteries based on novels tend to be good. Cough, Hyoka, cough. Don't argue with me. Um... (laughs) So I have high hopes that this is going to be something that will itch all the right spots in my brain and tickle all the right glands, if you know what I Whoa. mean. Um, so my only question what? is that since it says it's the case files of, is this a Conan oh, series? No. <laughs> or anything related to like the... It's a it's a backdoor Conan pilot. Oh. Because, like, you know, the case files of like Kendaichi or the case files of Conan... Like the the great detective series, you know, is it is it I any mean, any relate anything related to that is what I'm asking. I mean, this is just that name is just an English translation. I'm pretty sure it's not a direct translation of the actual title, okay. which looks very strange, and I don't want to attempt to pronounce it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have a huge uh, boner for mysteries. Love a good mystery anime, and there's not a lot of good ones out there. So I'm really hoping this turns out to be good. But since I've literally never heard of this before, it might just turn out to be shit. But I'm holding out hope (laughs) because you don't need to be popular to be amazing. That's true. Um, That's sage advice right there. Thank you. And another selling point of this anime is that it's about a jeweler and mama needs her diamonds. She needs her 24 carats blood diamonds oh my god put that on my pinky um yes (laughs) i would also i'm just gonna quote um a phrase from this uh (laughs) synopsis on mal so what these um 
duo of people. Well, the main character, okay. The blonde guy is the jeweler and the black haired guy is like a Japanese college student. And then they get together and they just go around uh, talking to the jeweler's clients. And what they specifically do is unravel the hidden psychological aspects of their clients that lie within the gems. This is some backdoor yaoi bait if I've ever seen it. I know. Like, just that sentence alone is gay as hell. Also, (laughs) also, the character designs are so typical of yaoi, and it doesn't list anywhere that this is a yaoi, but it looks very gay. And Boy, do you see those jawlines? There's going to be some fucking yaoi in this. Honey, yes. And it is giving me, like, banana fish vibes, which is amazing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, it hits all the right spots. It's clearly going I, to I be... I doubt it's going to be quite as violent as banana fish. Uh, you never know. I mean, I don't know what secrets lie within your gems, Alex. I, <laughs> I, there's, there's such a temptation for me to go someplace with that, but I am going to move on oh my very God. quickly. <laughs> Yeah. To John. Okay, so uh, something I'm actually kind of looking forward to because I read it. Surprise, surprise, everyone. I read things that I want to watch uh, is Infinite Dendigram. Now, it's 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 very... <laughs> I think everyone's going to hate it. Um, it's going to be done by Studio Naz, and they've done things like Hajime Mete no Gao or something. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that. Oh, that's say trash. That. And yeah, I like it. No, the manga's it's it's. Oh, uh, my girlfriend is a gal. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's edgy, but it's funny. Uh, but I think their most popular series would be Hamatora. That was a weird series, and I I liked season one. Season two was kind of meh, in my opinion. I, I think I think I think you're, you'll find that if you're a female of the Fujoshi persuasion, their most popular work is going to be Dramatical Murder. Oh, for sure, one hundred. That was also trash. That was yeah. And they actually released something. I think it was last season. No, no, last year. Uh, it's like my little sister is an author or some shit. It was really. Mm. Oh, my sister, my writer. Yeah, yes. my sister, my writer, and. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, that had some incest vibes if I've ever seen and, it. And um, so, animation wise, I don't think it's going to be the best. Um, Infinite Dendogram is about it's a full dive VR MMO, uh, something that's sweeping like all new light novel series right now is like instead of being isekai'd or reincarnated, uh, reincarnated in different world, it's just about like playing in a video game like a full dive vr mmo it, yeah and it's the, instead of being like killed by truck coon now you get to be killed by fucking vr headset coon well no you don't get killed it's just people logging on and just playing a game and you just live you go through the character and they're just playing a character in a game so it's nothing like you say that but you are you saying there's no series out there where you get killed by the vr game and you no, become the vr no game? we're not going south so it's yes it's similar to sao with the whole full dive vr mmo but it's not like a death game it's just about this main character guy who logs into a vr mmo and the vr mmo is kind of like alive and i say this because there's actually a bunch of manga slash light novels that have this like trope now where it's just it's a full dive vr mmo like um fuck i'm trying to think of its name it's escaping me it's it's not like sword art online no not sword art not we're not talking about sword art 
um, to ROVR MMO Osan, like old man in the VR MMO game. Uh, non non BDBD VR MMO is another one. Is a manga series that I also read, which is just like this guy, this older brother who acts like an, a mother figure to his little sisters, and it's just lowly bait, and it's great. It's hilarious. I love it, and yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not I'm not expecting much. Um, I I think the series is funny, and I do like the action sequences. And it's you know if you're fans of video games like MMOs especially, it has a lot of MMO aspects. So I think it's gonna be a fun experience. But no, it's not good writing. It's not good character <laughs> building. The things I normally go for, it's not there. It's just entertaining, man. It's one of those shut your fucking brain off and just fucking watch, man. Just, just watch, okay? I mean, the MC is kind of cute. I'll be looking forward to the porn. <laughs> okay, Chinoda. <laughs> I watched the preview. I was kind of like tempted to check out the actual episode, and then like they showed a monster attacking the MC, and it was CG, and I'm like, no. Yeah. So not gonna do this <laughs> again. It's it's probably not going to be the best looking, not the best written. By far, it's going to be like it's one of those B reels movies, you know. Like, it's just just watch it. If you like it, great. If you don't, whatever. It's fine. Um, I can't really say I'd recommend reading the light novel series because it's again, it's not good, <laughs> or I should say it's not great, but it is entertaining and it passes the time. All right. Like, yes, I read trash too, guys. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. I fucking watch Don Machi, so. That's also a good turn your brain off kind of thing. Yeah, so. All right. It's all I guess uh, I, it's all, if that's all you got to say, yeah. I'm going to move on to mine because, um, guys, we did it. We did it. Elon Musk, he did it. Uh, cat girls are real because Nekopar is getting a full-on anime adaptation uh, straight off of the heels of its OVA from 2018. You know, which was great and it was kickstarted and like that was fantastic. We're getting a full fle- full fully fleshed out anime series for Nekopara. I just want to know, please, please, please tell me there's gonna be titties. I don't. Think I just so. wanna. I just wanna say. I'm surprised it took this long for it to get an anime because yeah, me too. when the game first released, it was so fucking popular. I was like, when's it going to get an anime? And then it got the Kickstarter and the OVAs. And I was like, but when's it going to get the anime? Because cat girls in Japan, that's like a symbiotic relationship, right? You throw and cat girl maids. And, Perfect. Oh my God. And you put cat girls in anything. The people will eat it up. So I'm just surprised it took this long. Um, mm. Do you know who what the studio is going to do it? Is it the same studio that did the OVA? It is Studio Felix. The say or no, Felix Film is actually the name of the studio. Uh, and the only thing they've done is Nekapara stuff related. They did like some of the um, the opening animation stuff for the visual novels. They did the OVA. They also apparently did an uh, are are doing or no? It was, it was a canceled project. It was going to be an anime adaptation of the MMO have a bail online but it got canceled okay uh but that's all they've done pretty much all that they've done so far is nekapara stuff related i mean the so. animation quality in the preview is actually pretty good so yeah and the animation in the ova was pretty good so it'll be interesting to see what they can do with an actual 
budget because their budget for the OVA was not that large. Yeah, I think I think Nekopara. I think it's really highly rated on any chart, right? Everyone's fucking looking forward to it. It is the number 14 most popular of 2020 so far and the number 13 most looked forward to of winter 2020. Wow, that's lower than I Which thought. Which I find it'd be. kind of surprising. Yeah. It's, it always seems like it it just seems like a super popular show that everyone was going to watch, so mm. Oh, they they probably will. They just won't say that they watched it. Because let's be honest, you're not you're not going to watch this with pants on. Well, what I think is more interesting is that it's rare that we get visual novels adapted into like anime anymore. That are well, certainly ones that are quality. Yeah, like it seems like a lot of it's usually just light novels and manga that make the list, and then you got the game ones that make the list because yeah. games are popular and they get an anime because it's popular. I mean, well, pretty much the only visual novel series that constantly gets adapted that is adapted well, at least on a technical aspect, is the Fate series. Yeah, so it's it's good, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there are a lot of really good visual novels out there that just have never gotten any kind of traction because they're not, they don't get an anime adaptation. I'm not saying that every visual novel deserves an anime adaptation, but there are some out there that have never got one that definitely deserve it. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to like sugarcoat it. Yes. Negapar is an arrogate. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not expecting miracles from the story that's going to be told here, especially if they cut out all of the things in the visual novels that made it an arrogate. But I'm hoping for something good. Yeah, I just... So, I brought up the visual novel thing because, again, I don't think this is going to drum up any additional stuff for Nekopara unless there's going to be like, oh, hey, guys, at the end of it, guess what? Nekopara 2 is coming out by our new visual novel with 16 more cat girls. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And fully voiced sexy. <sighs> Stop. No, thank you. <laughs> Also, I was shocked to find out recently that the creator of Negapara is, like, this really petite 25-year-old woman. Yeah, that that did strike me as odd, but I was like, hey, you know what? It's 2019. Do what you want, right? Do what you want. Yeah, I guess. I just I was shocked to find out. I, I, was, I was so expecting it to be some fat <laughs> neckbeard that created Negapara. My expectations were completely blown away. Yeah, so you know what? Negapara, subverting um, expectations. Check it out. In more ways than one. Check it out. <laughs> All right, so well, this anime called Pets uh was actually supposed to come out in fall 2019 and I said I was looking forward to it in that preview, but apparently it did not come out in fall 2019, but was pushed back to winter 2020. And now we have an actual preview of it, which I did watch and was quite interesting. So, uh this is produced by Geno Studio, which has only produced uh, Golden Kamui, which I haven't watched, but I hear is okay. Is really good, okay. and you should really give it a try. No. Uh, this is based on a manga, which, let me tell you, that is not a good sign, but okay. <laughs> um, and the basic plot is that there's all these telepathic bitches, and they're all fighting telepathically, like blah, blah, blah. You're my pet, I'm your pet, I'm gonna break your mind, and then you're gonna go ahegao, and then, you know, yeah. Um, but the... Wait, did you just say you're gonna go ahegao and then meow? You know what? Whatever you want to hear, Alex. Because um, <laughs> that's what I heard. I was like, what's genius? Uh, if you watch this preview, it's like basically tripping on acid as everyone 
fucking transforms into anthropomorphic random shits. And I'm like, honey, I am ready to go on a trip. Uh, this is Animorphs the Animorphs. Yeah, that's what I was yes, thinking. it is it's exactly Animorphs. that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the animation looks decent. I remember reading Animorphs in middle school. I, I have a feeling this is like a battle royale kind of situation which i'm not opposed to watching honestly the more people that die the better i need to see some blood um this is listed as a seinen so maybe it will like be legit violent i am not holding out high hopes for this i expect this to be complete trash but it will be trash that i will be watching because i am (laughs) trash so uh yeah um, I'd like. I would like to point out this is based on a manga that has finished, so it might actually be oh. a complete adaptation. Interesting. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but um, I don't see an episode listing here. So I really don't really hold out hope that the plot is going to be decent. But I think the premise at least seems interesting. The way they're animating it, at least. So I'd mm-hmm. like to see how that turns out. I got nothing else yeah. to say. It does look really trippy, and it seems like it's going to be Animorphs the anime. Yeah, I can't say I'm interested in this. It's ranked pretty high, <laughs> number ten on the list of any chart. Yeah, it is. It, it like you did say, it's going to be done by Juno Studio, and they have done Golden Kamui, which, barring one CGI bear in the first episode of the first season of Golden Kamui, they've done really great animation. So, it does look well. That's animated. all I got to say. All right. All right. John. So for my final looking forward to watching is going to be an anime called Plunderer and <laughs> Plunderer. And uh, I read the manga. I think it's actually just the manga. I don't think it has a source. Yeah, it's just manga. And yeah, um, yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. It's a little bit of like Trigun mixed with like fairy tale and like it's 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 fun <laughs> uh, i like the fight scenes it has cool like abilities and then like kind of like i don't know a quarter way through the series it kind of like oh guess what this is also the post-apocalyptic world and you're like yo wait what and um yeah i don't know i don't it's a it's a really hard series to describe because it's not about revenge but there's a lot of like backstory and things happening in the background so when you're first introduced to like the main character and the main heroine, it kind of seems like it's going in one direction, and then you meet the past of the main character, and you're like, it goes in a different, complete direction, and it does do that one thing that I hate, which is like time travel shit. Um, <laughs> I may have dropped the manga right when they started introducing that because I was like, nah, I'm good, bruh. Like, uh, it's. Uh, I I would like to say that the. Um, like the hook for this story seems interesting about how every in this world, um, your every person is born with a count, and the count is somewhere like on your body or something. Yeah. Where and 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 you don't know what that count represents. It represents something different for everyone. But when that count reaches zero, you die. Yeah. Which, and okay, go ahead. Which Cheryl. I okay. So the count is supposed to represent a certain number of things you've done. And that a certain number of things uh, varies between each person. And it says when the count reaches zero, you die. But, like, it doesn't say how you lose the count. 
It's like, can't you so, only go yeah, up? Yeah, you, you don't know, but I can't. I think that's part of the the. It's part of the mystery behind yeah. this is you have to keep doing stuff until you find out what the count is. So I can't I can't go into what the count is because it's actually like major spoilers, and it's like <laughs> it is about the count though, and then it'll get into like yeah. The but I'm saying plot. that's that's the hook of the story. Yeah, so you, I mean that's you okay. You I don't know. Like you like give me a premise that doesn't make sense. And I'm just like it'll, well, there, was, there, was, it. there was a live action there was a live action movie about something like this at one point except it was everyone is born with like the number of seconds that they have left to live tattooed on their arm somewhere and it counts See, down that makes constantly. sense because the count is going down but this premise the count is going up no the count goes down no the count always goes down How? oh each time you do the thing the count decreases yes the count decreases oh, okay. and when it drops to zero is then when Wait, you then die what number do you start at random it's different for everybody oh, yeah oh so, i didn't okay so that's hard and, to explain and then there's the also map. like and you um, don't and you don't inherently know what the count is until you keep doing stuff and the count goes oh, down Oh, that's cool i like that and um, so it could be the the like, like it says in the uh, it says in the uh, synopsis it could be the amount of kilometers you walk in your life it could be the amount of food you find tasty that you eat it could be anything yeah and you can so the counts have a ranking system the higher your count the stronger you are as well and you can also bet your counts as like wagers, and like so. Let's say you want someone to die, and they only have like fifteen count, and you have thirty count. Since you're a higher count, you can challenge them. But the person on fifteen count is the one who gets to choose what you challenge them to, because you know they're the ones who are gonna lose their life if they get zero count. But that's what the main premise is in the beginning, and then it switches into the main story about the count, and it's super crazy, and I liked it. But I, I don't know. It's it's gonna be weird. I, I just say give it a shot. It does get better. And when it when it starts like explaining why the count exists and shit like that, you're gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I would also like to say that this the anime adaptation of this manga was announced, I think, back in April or May of this year, 2019. Mm-hmm. And Funimation immediately grabbed it up. So obviously, they have a lot of faith in this story. Well, like I said, Plunderer in the manga, it's it's pretty popular. Um, it's unique. I can say that. I don't. I can't recall anything similar to it. Uh, the fights are pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's the characters are pretty fun, and just. When they start giving you the setting for the world, like the actual world, it's it's pretty crazy and it's it's very out there. It's unique, which is why I picked it up in the first place. But again, it does a little time travel thing, and I'm just like, mm, nope, 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 no time travel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how much you hate uh, when time travel is inserted randomly. In yeah. Stories. Also, like, I was reading this on a. I think it com- came out in a monthly basis. I'm pretty sure it was a monthly basis, so I just got tired of waiting for it. Oh, the manga, yeah. you mean? So that's why I'm like, oh, okay. I want to know how it ends, but I, I just dropped it because I was like, I, I can't do this. It's like Attack on Titan, where it's like every month I got to wait for an episode that doesn't really give me enough to go on. Oh, girl. And... <laughs> Talk about blue balls. Um, this, this manga has been releasing, yeah, monthly since uh, December 26, 2014. Yeah, it's not that old, but like I said, it's unique. And the starting premise might attract some people, might not, because they're like, oh, this is kind of dumb. If you think the starting premise is dumb, just hold out until you get to the reveal of, like, why this count even exists. Because then that's when the story Mm. really begins. And it's pretty fucking cool. And uh, the fight scenes are Mm. cool. The weapons are cool. (laughs) Like, it's kind of a... 
like when you get introduced to a new character and they have a super high count you're like oh man i wonder how they fight like everyone's different you know and everyone has different counts for different things and there's a lot to it there's a lot to unpack give it a shot guys yeah i mean i just can imagine the the actual hook of the story at the beginning could draw a lot of people in because it's something different wait so do they also have a like a fight system unique to this world yes or is it just normal fighting oh my god that's so complicated yeah okay <laughs> so when you challenge someone like i'll call it the will of the world intervenes and creates a field oh. of battle and you can't just call it what it is the deus ex machina says no <laughs> basically it's it's cool all right i'm telling you it's cool there's hands that come out from the ground and you're like yo what the fuck what is this ether climbing out from the fucking rocks wait that reminds me of something ah anyway <laughs> from re-zero um it's oh i should probably mention the studio geek toys um they made two other anime apparently which is yeah they're re- they're a relatively new anime studio uh, i haven't watched the preview because i am unprepared for this winter preview if you guys did not notice and <laughs> They made that fucking hentai whatever ka- kawaii ka- kareba. Yeah, are you are you willing to fall in love with a pervert as long as she's? Cute? Yeah, that one. I hate that one. I think Shinoda liked it because he was like, "It's wild." And I was like, "Yeah, fuck that. I don't care." And um, they also made rewrited, rewrited, ed, ed, ed. rewrite, ed, rewrited, whatever. So it doesn't. It probably won't be animated that well. But like I said, the story and the setting are unique. The characters are fun. Give it a shot. <laughs> trust me if you don't like it after you learn like the true power of the origin of the world then you can be like all right fuck you star of service material you can go eat a dick I'm like all right <laughs> i can <laughs> i mean people can do that anyway <laughs> so that's all that's all i got all right all right well moving on to our rapid fire round so what's going to come up is we have all picked i think five shows for each of us yes five shows for each of us that we are going to riff on very briefly um and uh, I'm going to start with one I actually do intend on watching, and that's Hey Ya Camp. Okay, first of all, so if hold you on, watch. Hold on. You- hey Ya! Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, hey Ya! So if you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so if you watch Yudu Camp or Laid Back Camp from. Uh, was it this year? Or no, last year. I can't remember. When was the first season of Yudu Camp? I, can't I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, this is going to be a weekly short series that is going to tide you over until the second season of Yudu Camp comes out, hopefully later this year. Um, and it's going to focus uh, primarily on the character of uh, Nadeshko, I think is how you say her name. Um, anyway, I think they're going to be like anywhere between five to ten minute short episodes. Um, if you liked the first season of Yudu Camp, uh, definitely give it a try. If you like relaxing, laid-back anime that, you know, you can fall asleep to and that's actually a good thing, you'll probably like this. Um, also, if you haven't given the first season of Yudu Camp a try, uh, it's really good. You should definitely try it. So, yeah, that's... Uh, and, of course, the... <laughs> I love the tag. The first tag on here is cute girls doing cute things. Yeah. That's and an actual every- tag. Yeah. Isn't Yuru Camp the or at least the first season, the original one, didn't they also use the same tagline? Yeah, they did. Pretty much. It was uh uh cute girls doing camping things, I believe was the actual tagline. <laughs> yeah, cuz um I remember is the Order of Rabbit did the same thing where it says just a an anime about cute girls doing cute things. And I was like, I'm in. 
yeah it's, is, absolutely I'm, I'm hooked which is exactly <laughs> why i'm uh, i was hooked with yoda camp and and it did not disappoint at all so definitely go go watch it if you number one if you watch the first season of yoda camp and you're looking forward to the second season or if you just like watching cute girls do cute things so uh show what do you got for your second rapid fire one i'm gonna be watching haiku to the top where all my boys are gonna get topped uh it's the fourth <laughs> season of haiku and i'm super hyped it's honestly like the best animated franchise ever um or at least one of the best animated franchises um even if you don't even like sports it's just an amazing show just in general just so feel good so cute so hype like who doesn't love sweaty boys jumping up and down i mean how can you say no uh truly amazing i am very excited yeah it's my it's one of if not my favorite sports anime out there it's definitely in my top three and i'm i'm sure as hell looking forward to the this fourth season so isn't the manga finished uh, it's finishing, I think. It's on okay. its, like, final, like, competition or whatever. I don't even, okay. literally, I don't even remember at what stage of the competition they're in. I don't even remember what tournament <laughs> they're in. All I know is they're going to be throwing <laughs> balls at each other. And they're going to be, and and some of them are going to be receiving. <laughs> Oh man! Okay. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hype. It's a lot of the I think it's a lot of the same people coming back to work on it. So it's it's gonna be hype. It's it's high Q. It's it it's one of the hypest sports anime out there. Go fucking watch it. Don't read the manga though. It's fucking ugly. Or read the manga because it's only about the story. No, okay. it's about the, the boys. bonds, of friendship. <laughs> okay. All right, John. What do you got? You got another sequel? Oh, oh God. So. What's the fucking English title? Quintessential, uh, the quintessential Quint- quintuplets. Yeah, all right. So the quintessential quintuplets season two is coming out, and I was pretty disappointed in the first season. I thought the manga was way better, um, but I guess you get to see more of the cute girls and cute outfits. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. I I That's- so I like the concept behind quintessential quintuplets. I like how like throughout 2019 we had what three or four different anime that came out around the exact same subject of one guy having to tutor a bunch of different girls. Yeah. Um, I don't know what made everyone think that this is what everyone wanted all of a sudden, but you know, okay. The girls are cute. Um, the one with the short hair is fucking bay as fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just, it didn't really click with me. I got about eight or nine episodes in and I'm like, why am I watching this? I finished it because I was that far in, but I was like, why did I watch this? Because it really wasn't great. So I originally read it because I was like, Oh, well, it's, I guess it's a rom-com. It's kind of a funny situation, but it, you know, it's, it's just like every other harem out there. It's just waifu wars. Mm. And I just liked some of the girl. the girl characters are really cool. In my opinion, like, they're really good personalities. They're not that tropey in a sense, like what you get with your t- typical like harem, where like here's the certain trope one of, of the types. Is. Yeah, and, the Cinderay one is very tropey. There's three of them that I think are extremely tropey, but <laughs> but they still have their own like unique flair of personality, which is pretty cool in my opinion. Um, but yeah, season two is coming out. I might watch it. More than likely, not gonna watch it because I. <laughs> I read the manga. Isn't that enough? <laughs> yes, it is. So. It absolutely is. 
All right. Uh, moving on to my second one I have. So I don't know how to pronounce this, whether it's supposed to be id invaded or id invaded. Anyway, um, this is an anime original that's coming out uh, that show you might actually like this because it's based around a murder mystery. Um, so it's a murder mystery that takes place in a virtual world. Um and it kind of centers around this detective character who is trying to figure out who murdered this girl in the virtual world. Um, and this also is really interesting because this virtual world does not um, does not obey the same laws of physics as the real world. So part of the mystery being unraveled is exactly how the laws of physics work in this world. So that's you've, you've confused me the fuck like. So this is what? gonna be guaranteed a hot mess because it's by Troika, who has also done Al Noah Zero and Recreators, which are both hot messes. Yep. Um, I would be into the mystery aspect, except it is way too supernatural with all these like physics bending problems that this new world is having. That I don't even take the mystery seriously, even though I have no. Uh, details on what the exact mystery is there's just too much going on and I'm just very skeptical I probably won't check it out maybe I will if a lot of people say it's good I would like to say the person who wrote this and do keep in mind it is an anime original the guy who wrote this does not have a lot of writing credits to his name um, although he did write the George Joestar light novel so that's something okay anyway Araki liked it. <laughs> That's all I got, though. I mean, it's probably, like you say, it's Troika, so it's, it's gonna be a hot mess. Like, just expect it. I don't know. Like, I liked how I'll know Zero and Guil uh, Guilty Lol. Crown. And, um, <laughs> you so want to talk about Guilty Crown every single time you're I on. I do. I need to trash it at all times. But, yeah, I kind of liked um, how, how it looked. Uh, I liked Hiroyuki Sawano being on the soundtrack doing, like, the opening songs and the OSTs and shit like that. So, yeah. to me, when I hear Troika, I don't think, like, automatically bad. I think, well, it could be good, but... I am but it's not going to be. I think the same way as you, John, but the preview definitely made me put, give it a thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, and I also don't think Hiroyuki Sawano is doing the music for this. At least if he is, it's not listed here, so... Eh. Well, that's a shame. Yes, it is a great shame. So this will probably be one to maybe drop after one episode. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, show. So I'm going to talk about Ishuzoku reviewers. And what I'm going to do for you is just read you the synopsis on Mal. In our world, <laughs> the human race constantly debates about several important issues, such as which girl is best girl? How good is something as fapping material? Which fetish is the sexiest? Accompany these great warriors as they present us with different girls, different opinions, different boners, and show us that the fantasy world may not be all that different from ours. Quality, clearly. Love it. Don't watch it. Okay, that's all. Uh, I, I want to point out that Ishuzoku means interspecies. Um, I'm fucking sold because this has monster girls in it. Sign me the fuck up. So all I'm getting is this is just 4chan, the anime. Like... <laughs> I mean, that's comedy gold right there is what you're talking about. Meh. I also like how this is essentially being sold as, like, a softcore hentai. It's crazy. <laughs> that's all I got, though. That's, that's it. 
All right. Well, yeah. I guess I'd check it out if it's funny. <laughs> like, it is pretty wild of a concept. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I don't know how do we how do we actually come off of that that synopsis because it's the best synopsis I've ever heard. Hey, man. Speaking of like uh, cute girls and different things. <laughs> speaking um, of cute girls being in a shitty anime. <laughs> so, Bang season three is coming out. Bang Dream. Bang. It's not just called Bang. I call it Bang. Bang Dream. If you guys don't know, Bang Dream is a mobile game. Um, it's just it's like an idle game. No, oh, no, it's not like it is an idle game, and it has like it's a rhythm game. It's not good. <laughs> the game is okay. I think it's all right. I think the cover songs are pretty cool. The mechanics of the game are pretty entertaining, and you know I do lose an hour or two when I do open it up and play occasionally. But the anime, fuck man, I did not like season one. I didn't even give season two a try, and I'm definitely not going to give season three a try. <laughs> um, enter at your own risk. I guess if you're a huge Bang Dream fan, go for it. But honestly, or if you just love idols, I don't know. Well, here's the thing though: you there's better idols out there, man. Love Live is still around. That's better. Than oh this. my god, no! Like <laughs> as as much as I don't like Love Live, I think it's better than Bang Dream. Um, That's idol not matches, a high bar. It's, <laughs> That's that's telling you something. As someone who does like idol stuff, I don't like Bang. And uh, yeah, I guess new content for the game. <laughs> I, maybe I, that's, the only that's good I thing really I can say of. about Bang Dream is that the character designs are kind of cute. But that's it. That's all I can. That's the only good thing I can say about it. It's because sucks. a lot of the characters are just like tropes. Yeah, they're very tropey. <laughs> the voice actors aren't that great. To be honest, they're like B tier in my opinion. Yeah, and it's just if not I, they a just fun pluck time. someone off the street and say, "Can you sing?" Fine, you're hired. And it, the problem is they don't even sing that good. Like they're okay, and yes. <laughs> there are some cover songs that they they have in the game that I'm like, "Yeah, it's all right." Their original songs are okay sometimes, depending on which squad you choose. It's so like half the songs they do just covers of stuff that other idol groups have done. Not just idol groups, but they do, they do a lot of anime songs and stuff too. Like, oh, uh, they, but they're all just covers. Yeah, and like come up with original shit. And then there's like the whole factions, and like there's different girl groups that have different styles of songs. And oh, such fucking contrived like, drivel. When they did silhouette, oh god, it was bad. All right, so basically, kill yourself, then watch this. <laughs> don't watch it. Just don't. That's all I got. Don't watch it. Go commit Epstein on yourself. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So the next one I want to talk about is an anime coming out called Number 24. And that's all one word, Number 24. So uh, in the last two to three years, we've had, like, I want to say as many, if not more, anime come out centered around the sport of rugby because rugby has become rather popular in Japan since they won the Rugby World Cup. Uh, was it four years ago now? Um. And this is yet another one coming out. One thing that does seem to make this unique is that it is about um, it's a, it's about a college team instead of a high school team, which is what every other one seems to be about. Uh, other than that, I'm not looking forward to this. It is an original, so it has no source, so the story will probably be complete. And that's about it. They had, there really was no little to no animation shown off in the PV, so I don't know what to expect. First of all, this looks gay as hell. Also, it does. It looks 
All the all the rugby animated that have come out look gay okay, as no, hell. But the main character looks like he bottoms for the entire team. Okay. Uh, he may. You don't know that. Don't judge him. I mean, he's like pointing at his mouth and sticking out his tongue suggestively in the poster. He is. While I mean, the whole team is behind gay. him. Like, he looks literally like the fucking, the fucking team's hole. Okay. Um, I've read too many Jujenshi. Also, what is what does number twenty four mean? Why is that the title? I, I does that have something know. to do with rugby that I'm just nuts going over my head because I don't know rugby. I don't know any sports. It may it may. I don't know a whole lot about rugby, so I'm not your one to ask about that. Oh, I don't maybe know that's the, the main character's number. Uh maybe. I don't know. I'm very curious. All I know is this is probably going to be hot garbage. I think it just means the number of dicks that he can fit inside of his asshole. That, that may be. I mean, look at the pros he's making. I mean, if you include two in the hands, I mean, he can probably get up to 24. I, it's all I got to say about this. I mean, it's going to be hot garbage. Probably. And you're still going to watch it. I mean, my only hope at this point is that there's good porn produced of it. That that's. I it. don't. I wouldn't hold out hopes. I feel like no one's gonna. I watch wouldn't this, hold out much hope. So either. they won't show. What do you got? Won't know to draw porn of things they don't watch. I have something <laughs> called Doro Hedoro, which is a tongue twister and also an anagram. No, it's not an anagram, but it could be if you were dyslexic. Uh, <laughs> this is clearly catering to the heteros out there. Uh, because it's in the name. <laughs> so this is about a CG lizard man uh, fighting wizards, and he does this in a place called The Hole, with a capital H. Uh, so this is very Japan, uh, very much something that I'm not going to be watching, and very strange and disturbing and i pity anyone who actually does watch this also what the fuck is that name i don't i just I'm, I, that's not even a japanese word they just put i mean it makes about as much sense as the name dororo yeah what the fuck is that too isn't that his actual name though yes that's one of the that's okay, the so character's actual little, name that makes a little sense i'm pretty sure this man's name is not dorohe doro <laughs> Uh, you might be surprised. I do not think so. Uh, yeah, they just literally smashed together syllables together, and then they made this stupid bullshit title. I feel like this may be trying to gather that you know that furry fandom because this seems like they something don't. That he doesn't even have fur. You don't have to have fur to be a furry, honey. Get a I mean... T-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, enough about Dora Pedro or whatever. <laughs> Dora Pedro? <laughs> yeah. So, next thing I'm going to talk about. Hey, Alex, remember when I said Japan really fucking loves Oda Nobunaga? Uh, yes, uh, Japan is fucking in love with Nobunaga in the same way that the Irish people are in love with St. Patrick. Hey, man, guess what? I thought I'd seen it all, but guess what? There's a Oda Cinnamon Nobunaga Nobunaga comes back as a dog. Oh, God. He's come back as, like, a cowboy, as an isekai protagonist, as a, in, like, modern-day Japan. Why not bring him back as a dog? I mean, hasn't this man been through enough already? Came back as a little girl in modern-day Japan. Came back as 
fucking teleported to a time travel from modern world back to Japan. He's no. Isn't he also in the Fate series as some busty MILF-looking character? I don't know. I don't know Fate very much. But yeah, uh, Oda Nobunaga is probably in the Fate series. And uh, yeah, there's a shit ton of anime about Nobunaga, and now he's a dog. So the PV... The PV for this is live-action dogs just running through the screen. There's, like, no animation <laughs> yeah, in this That's PV. it. Like, and also... Yo, that's hype. I'm down. Also, Let's go. the poster art for this on Mal is just a Shiba Inu showing its asshole to the camera. So... That sounds like Nobunaga. I don't know what <laughs> history books you're reading, but okay. <laughs> I don't know, it's just Nobunaga, man. It's another Nobunaga anime. I don't know why we're surprised, but we are. I mean, if you're into Nobunaga, go check it out, I guess, but whatever. So from the millionth adaptation of a story about Nobunaga to an actual anime remake, we've actually gotten quite a few anime remakes uh, lately. The, the aforementioned Dororo and uh, what's currently airing Blade of the Immortal this season. I want to talk about, however, one that's going to be airing next season, which is, uh, what's the English title? Sorceress Stabber Orphan. Wow. Um, I know, right? Um, this is a remake of an anime that aired between 1998 and 1999. Uh, this anime remake is being done to commemorate the novel that it's based on on 25th anniversary, which is going to be next year. Um, full disclosure, I have actually seen the original anime adaptation of this novel, Shut Up Show. Uh, <laughs> um, difference this time, the original anime was done by uh, J.C. Staff. This one is done by Studio Dean, which means it will be a hot fucking mess. Uh, <laughs> Studio Dean can't do goddamn shit anymore since fucking Konosuba. Um, Yo. That's it. Studio I mean, it, Dean, you were supposed to be on our side. You were side. supposed to save anime, not join them. <laughs> not destroy it. Um, I love you. I hate you. I hate you. Uh, but yeah, the original anime um, is is really good. It's one of my favorite anime from the '90s era. Um, definitely in my like my top fifteen or so. Um, definitely check it out if you're into things like dragons, demons, uh, traditional type of anime fantasy. Um, It'll be really interesting to see how Dean does this. I don't have high hopes, though, since it is Studio Dean. Although the animation in the PV did look pretty decent. Although I said the exact same thing about the new season of Seven Deadly Sins, which Studio Dean is doing, and they have managed to royally fuck that up. So Studio Dean probably blew their budget on the uh, PV for this new show. That's Yes, yes. (laughs) Right. Oh, God. That's all I got. I mean, I'll check it out for the nostalgia factor, but that's about it. All right. Show? Well, sometimes when you go to the toilet and take a really big oh shit, you look in the bowl <laughs> just to check out what shape it came out as. But instead of finding your feces, you find... You find Attack on Titan. <laughs> fuck off. You find <laughs> a ghost Shota. And that is what toilet-bound Hanako-kun is about. Uh, honestly, as shitty, pun intended, as the premise for this show is, it looks really well animated, and the voice for Hanako-kun is perfect. Honestly, love it. Weren't you also telling me that you've seen porn of this main character? I've and not that's seen why you porn. I've just seen fan art. 
and he's cute. Uh-huh, lies. I call he's bullshit. A cutie, okay? Yeah. I call bullshit. So this is basically like moaning Myrtle the anime. L- yes, right? exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a pass on this. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. No, it's I think you would actually like this. <laughs> Hanako is supposed to be a girl, okay? Don't gender swap my little lowly ghost. There's girl. also a lolly. She's the main character that's being yeah, haunted. but oh, you fucking sold him. But Hanako is supposed to be a girl. Just saying. I mean, she's voiced by a girl. All right. I mean, well, most young male characters are. I wouldn't say it looks kind of creepy. It looks kind of creepy. So if it if it ends up being like blood and murder and creepy shit, no, it's I'll, not I'll blood and it. murder. It's cutesy. At least <laughs> I want it to be cutesy. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the one time where it's like the reverse, where I don't want it to be cute and I want it to be bloody and. Oh, murder. good this lord! Is the time what is you wrong don't want with your you? expectations subverted. <laughs> uh it's I, uh, it's a good thing to watch in the toilet, I guess. Oh my Boo. god, <laughs> that was terrible. Moving on, John, please help me. All right, so twenty two seven, it's a uh, an, an online idol project from AKB forty eight. That that's it. <laughs> so what do you do with the other two hours of the day? I don't know. See, maybe sleep schedule. Fap. Uh, I don't know very much about this other than it's from an online idol project that AKB48's been working. Um, as I said before, I am a fan of idols. AKB48 was super popular a couple years ago. They're not Wait, that are, are popular. Wait, are these characters voiced by members of AKB48? I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Again, like I just know that it's apparently an online project thing, and it has an anime, and that's it. Okay, and it's got an interesting name, 22 over 7. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's being done by A One Pictures. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know. Aniplex can usually they can some some shows are okay. Yeah, I hope no one's running in this anime because it'll look terrible. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a fan of idols and you like AKB48, still, I guess check it out. See what their school their online idol project is about. All right. Uh, so the last one I want to talk about is an anime called. Kyoko, Kyo, Kyoko Suiri? I don't know how to say it. Kyoko um, series. Yeah, I don't know. For, for some reason, it's written down here that the English title is Inspector. Um, okay. It's a supernatural mystery horror anime with a comedy bent to it, I guess. Um, it's about this lowly chick who becomes like the god of wisdom to a bunch of yokai, um, and then like some fucking it, oh, and she had, she agrees to do this for the yokai at the cost of her right eye and left leg. That sounds awfully fucking familiar. Um, and it's about these yokai that come to this lowly girl and I don't know bring their problems to her and she's supposed to solve them I, it sounds like it's going to be a fucking hot mess it's being done by brains base which has actually done some pretty good anime in the past they did gaku and babysitters that was cute um they also did uh they did the original uh they were the original studio that did bakano so that's good i guess i don't know what to expect from this except that it sounds like it's going to be kind of boring honestly but it might be good i the main the one of the main characters is voiced by mamadou miyano 
I'm trying really hard to find something worth watching about this. Meh. But I can't. <laughs> Meh. I don't know. I, I, I kind of am starting to get over this concept of this problem-solving character who everyone just brings in their problems and they solve. Like, I think this has been done. Move on. Okay. Anyway, that's all I got for this show. What do you got for your last one? Apparently, there's this anime called Tama and Friends, which is about these 8-bit dogs doing... Tama means balls. I learned that from Sarah that's Zenma. That's right. Um, doing whatever dogs do. Um, and now this anime is getting a spinoff, which I'm not going to say out loud, but, uh, <laughs> and these dogs have turned into, uh, well-animated Shota dogs. So. Oh, I can see exactly why you're watching this. Oh, and one of them is voiced by Yuki Kachi. Oh, of course. I don't even have the information on Mal. Um, but I will gladly take Yuki Kachi voicing a dog, um, for many reasons, but <laughs> yes, I definitely am uh, interested in watching this purely for the cute appeal. I feel like this is a Chinese anime. I know all anime is Chinese, but this seems especially Chinese for some reason. I don't know why, but I may not watch it if it's Chinese. I mean, unless it has a Japanese dub. What more could you ask for? Then I might watch it. Wait, are these all boys? No, there's like I think they're all no, boys. Are they? I feel like there's like eighty percent. Oh boys no, the one on the end is a girl. Twenty like percent girls. Okay, unless the one on the end on this poster is definitely unless a girl. they're cross dressing. Boy, you're just trying to get me to watch this. They might be cross dressing, because <laughs> then it would just be consistent. I feel like they you would know, be consistent now. Then. Now I think they are cross dressing, because there's it's like a full sausage fest. So you know, birds of a feather flock together. I, I'm, I got nothing to say. John, speaking of birds, let's talk about Darwin, <laughs> Darwin and uh, the Galapagos Islands. So here on Anime Club After Dark, it's National <laughs> Lizard History Month. no i'm I'm just making shit up uh so for my last show i just wanted to briefly talk about darwin's game um it's it's about this life or death game social app game app that this guy finds and installs and now he has to kill people that's it (laughs) that's yeah it's oh you know what it kind of sounds like Uh, it's slightly reminiscent of the like the plot line of mirai nikki i mean it's very similar because it is a battle royale. Um, this is a manga series originally, and I do remember seeing it around. But, I mean, it's just kind of a little burnt out on battle royales. You know, after Batum, like 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm like, like, how long ago was that, girl? When do you get over your burnouts? <laughs> wait, wait, you got you to gotta say it right. It's Batum! <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, <sighs> with battle royales, it's just whatever to me. Because it's always, like, either they're going to fight against the big bad and kill each other and then realize, like, Deus Ex was actually an evil god and we're going <laughs> to topple his reign and revert everything back to normal <clears throat> Persona 3. And, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't care. I just don't Oh, care. fuck. This is done by the same studio that did uh, Sisters All You Need? Fucking no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's done by Nexus. So take that with what you want, as you will. Darwin's Game. Check it out if you like yeah. BR, I guess. I I guess. If, um, if they put Fortnite 
dancing in the in the OP, I might watch it, you know. <laughs> uh all right, that's that's all we got for the stuff that's coming up. Um I do want to wrap this up with how we wrap up every season preview and talk about our thoughts about the current season, which is fall 2019. Even though I wrote down fall 2020 in the <laughs> doc. I don't know why I did that. You're um, a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking weep. No. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the one thing I think that stands out the most about this season, the, you know, fall 2019 is the enormous amount of sequels that, uh, started premiering this season. We had the season four of My Hero Academia, the continuation of Sword Art Online Alicization, which I still think is the stupidest title ever. Uh, the new season of Seven Deadly Sins, which Studio Dean thoroughly fucked up. Fourth season of Food Wars. Uh, well, third season of Psychopaths. New Fate. Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's. If there was a word to describe, yeah, if there was a word to describe this season, it's got to be sequels because that's what everyone's talking about. It's what everyone's watching. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty much twenty uh, fall twenty nineteen in a nutshell. Uh, and twenty twenty is shaping up to be a year of sequels. We got a ton of sequels for stuff. Some of it as old as five plus years coming in twenty twenty. Yeah, I felt like fall twenty nineteen was a pretty weak. Especially coming off of summer, you know, summer was really good. Had a lot yeah. of really good shows. Fall was kind of just meh. Like I'm only watching two shows this season. Like yeah. they're things that I read. So, but that's I'm I, like that every season. So whatever. Don't don't listen to me. I, well, I also feel like that the winter 2020 season what seems like it's going to be a little bit weak simply because we had a bunch of these sequel shows that started airing that are going to be 24 episodes or longer. Yeah. So. So there's a lot of leftovers going into the next season. Just we're not finishing uh, 2019 very strong is what I'm hearing here. I mean, there's a couple of good standouts. I mean, uh, Sho and I are doing episode reviews of Vinland Saga, which is going to end at the end of the season. And it's it's really good. Um, There's some good stuff that I think stands out this season that isn't uh, sequels, uh, primarily Beastars, which I'm really enjoying. Uh, I was just going to say, what was the other one that I'm really enjoying? Um... I've, surprisingly enough i'm really enjoying azure lane i think it, it's it, i won't say it's good but it surpassed my ex- expectations for what it was going to be as an adaptation honestly i think this season is the strongest season for me for, uh, for 2019 really? yeah like i'm super enjoying the um 12 episodes shows that premiered uh which are the soft tennis club anime with stars aligned that's the name and the <laughs> Chubio Gekihatsu boy, those are like super cutesy. Love them. Uh, Chihaya Furu finally got a sequel, and it's really good. Uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes got a sequel that actually streamed on Crunchyroll, which I was I surprised. fucking like wow. But I'm. Very I, I will happy. say they're streaming it. They're not streaming it as movies though. They're streaming it as individual episodes, right? I mean, they were aired as quote-unquote episodes in the theater so whatever yeah, that means um but yes they are streaming it as episodes not movies um and the continuations of shows like fire force and vinland saga are also really great uh for their own respective uh reasons be honest though what you really love is the sequel to banania i actually don't watch that anymore because <laughs> i don't think yuki kaji's in it anymore 
Yeah, he is. He's still doing all the voices. Well, he's not doing all the voices. He's doing most of the voices. Is he? I didn't hear him. There's one, like, female... Well, the narrator, they changed to a female Seiyuu. And then there's, like, one... But he never did... I don't trust you because he never did all the voices for the first one. I'm just looking at what it says right here on fucking any chart. But how do you... Children, please. But how does that, like... That lists it for the character, not for the season. I, I don't know. And the character counts for both seasons. So all I know is I watched the first episode and there was no Yukikaji. So I'm out. Um, <laughs> Fuck this shit I'm yeah. out. You could, you could literally marathon Bananas anime in like fucking an hour. An hour and a I half could, or something. But the only reason I watched like it was to each. hear Yukikaji nya at me for five minutes. Nya. 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 Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stop. We're done. <laughs> On that note, thank you all there for joining us. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it because we sure like enjoyed bringing it to you. That was the weirdest fucking yas I've ever done. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like for us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Nya, nya. Nya, nya, nya.